0: You're listening to the It's Her Time podcast with Cody and Jess. Chronic fatigue can mess with your physical and mental health while making it harder to get things done. We're going to talk today about a few things that we can do to fight it. Are you the type of person who's always up for a nap no matter what time of day it is? Or do you struggle to muster up the energy to just do simple things like clean the dishes and fold the laundry or even brush your hair? If so, you may be dealing with chronic fatigue syndrome. While it's normal to feel tired at times, especially if you've had a really bad night's sleep or you've had a super stressful day, it's not normal or healthy to feel fatigued all or most of the time. If it seems like you've lost your self in a constant fog or you're just dealing with sheer exhaustion all the time. It's time to find yourself again. We're going to talk today about whether that's taking her power, because sometimes that can do the trick, to getting regular exercise, which seems, I know, like the opposite of what you would think you should do. But there are some things that we can do to fight chronic fatigue syndrome and get our energy back. And that's what we're going to talk about today.
1: On last week's episode, we got to talk to all of you about this being our birthday month. We're spending so much time celebrating because it's not about Mixers and us behind the scenes. We're also so excited to be celebrating all of the women that have been along with us on our whole Mixers journey. It's been a total blast. It has. it's been such a journey. Such a journey. (laughs) And when we say it's a blast, we don't mean it's just only fun. We hustle. We work. Yeah. We do hard things. But also, it's so worth it because we know that our products are changing lives. Women feel empowered by our mixers' mission, and we just feel so fulfilled by what we get to do. And we love hearing that other women feel a sense of purpose and fulfillment from mixers and what we're doing as well. It and what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So before we hop into the episode, yeah. we're going to do Mixers Girls Say. But we're going to be the Mixers Girls that say. That say. <laughs> and. Last episode, I asked Cody some birthday questions, and she was like, "Wait, I feel like I need to ask you these questions." Yeah, and so, so now your I turn. here my turn. <laughs> let's let's learn from Jess. So, Jess, mm-hmm. what's the first memory that you have of mixers? What's the memory that stands out to you? So, I'm going to share a memory that was pre me even remembering or knowing that mixers would be a thing. Okay, but it was my first memory of using her time. Okay, okay. So I share this story often when I'm, like, speaking at events Mm -hmm. or, like, getting to share our startup story. But I don't know if I, like, shared the details of this first memory on here. Cody was my personal trainer. I remember sitting on a bench in her—in that gym Mm -hmm. in the basement. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting on this bench. And we always had good conversations. We would talk a lot. We were, like, really close anyway. But then I remember— you asking me like the right question at the right time that just like unraveled me. And it wasn't because you were pointing anything out to like make me insecure. It was like you were finally inviting me to talk about something that I was insecure about that I felt like I needed to hide from everyone. And I remember Cody asking me, um, like it was 7 a.m. I always can remember it was 7 a.m., I had a full face of makeup on. There's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. I wear makeup, but like I just remember always putting makeup on for the gym because I was too embarrassed to not be seen, or mm-hmm, to, sorry, to be, to be seen, seen with no yeah. makeup. Mm-hmm. And I remember you asking me in the like most thoughtful, kind, and <laughs> loving big sister kind of way. big sister way, <laughs> like Jess, how come you have to wear makeup every morning? Can I help you with your skin and the journey that you're on? And I remember being like, the way you, I just brushed your boob. That's okay. The I liked way it. you asked me, I was like, no one had asked me if they could help. Like, yeah. no one had just asked the right questions. It was all like, just accept it, move on. Anyway. And so I just remember that first memory of being like, oh, someone's going to help me. Like, someone cares to know what I'm going through. So that's my first memory.
0: Oh, I love that. Actually, you know what? I remember that too. I'm surprised. I, I wasn't expecting that as the answer. Yeah, that's my But first you know memory. that when I was asking you that, it's because I love you so much. Yes. And because I had been helping women who yes, were doing and the I same had thing. no idea. And because personally I had been there. Mm-hmm. I knew. I knew. And I just love you so much. Well, so.
1: and I just the way you like the way you asked me, I don't even remember the words. I remember the feeling. And it was just in a way of like being tender being kind. It wasn't to embarrass me. It wasn't because you care that I was wearing makeup and that was so dumb. It was like the way you just allowed me to be like, no, actually I'm really unhappy. This is embarrassing and I would love help. Yeah. yeah. And that's what kind of started the whole journey. So I'm
0: glad. I'm glad that you opened up. That's so great. Okay. Did you have any idea? Okay. You just shared about before we even knew mixers was going to be, but once we knew mixers was going to be, you asked me this question. Did you expect that it would be what it is now? And do you have like a great vision for what it will be in the future?
1: So I think this is actually really interesting for people to hear, possibly. But I think we have a very similar feeling about what we're doing Mm -hmm. with mixers. Um, I feel very called to continue on this mixers journey. I feel like the the sense of freedom that our products gave me from a lot of struggles I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. I want nothing more than for, honestly, what started out being like, oh, a million seems so wild. We talked about this on the last episode. Like changing a million Now I'm lives, like, right? there's like, why would we ever stop? Why that would we ever stop? Because we have to keep going until every woman knows at least that there's an option. There mm-hmm. is a solution and- um, We need more women to know that there's this, these products, but, and they need to find the relief if they need to, or they need to know that there's a safe space they can belong and Mm -hmm. that uh, mixers actually can be their friend and that they can find community and purpose within the brand. And so I feel like I've always had this vision Mm -hmm. of mixers just being a vibe that like you say the word mixers and immediately women know the feeling. I love that. A vibe. Yes. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I wanted Mixers to be what it is today. And I also know we're capable of so much more. Can I share a little something? I don't mean to go long, but yeah. today we just had kind of a celebration
0: with all of our team members and we took them roller skating and just did a bunch so fun. of fun stuff because we want the girls to know that um, it's, it is a lot of hard work but there's going to be rewards and there's going to be fun, fun around it too. And Jess opened up her heart and just totally shared, you know, like the passion that you just heard from her. And one of the things that I loved that you said is that um, you created this community because you needed it. And I think that that's so powerful because I feel like all of us have that in us to be able to do. All of us have our own needs And it's up to us to create what it is that we need in our lives and invite others to come in and be part of it with us. And that's what Mixers is all about. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the hugest things about Mixers that we love and have the passion behind it, you know, about too, because it's not just about the supplements. Mm -mm. Supplements are the kind of gateway, they help you to feel well enough so that you can participate in the community and all of the fun and all of the positive, um, you know effort that we're putting out in the mm-hmm. world.
1: All of that positive goodness,
0: all that vibe.
1: Yeah. And I love that within Mixers, and yes, I I do recognize now it's so fun to look back and be like, oh, I've created this community that I've needed all along. I think we both feel that way. Yeah. And then there's like sub-communities within Mixers because women find friends within the company and they become friends and hang out and interact on social media. And it's fun to know that rec- or Mixers is like- the start of nurturing and starting these friendships so yeah. anyway it exists so i know i've talked about it in previous episodes but go to our show notes there's
0: a link there where if you're wondering how you can join and be part of the mixers girls tribe you can go and just join it's free and it's our own private community where we collaborate and we talk and we ask questions and we answer questions and you get all of the great announcements so that you know about mm-hmm.
1: all the exciting things that are happening with happening with mixers yeah. i'm excited for this episode Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all-natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let Mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at Mixers.com. M-I-X-H-E-R-S.
0: All right, well let's start this episode today with talking about what does fatigue feel like. And to me, I describe this as like there's a difference, you know, between just feeling regular old tiredness and then feeling absolute exhaustion. And that's what fatigue is. So to differentiate, we need to first become familiar with the symptoms that are associated with fatigue. Fatigue is a persistent sensation of weariness, exhaustion and just overall low energy. Unlike regular physical tiredness, you can't get rid of fatigue by simply just getting a good night's sleep. Fatigue often happens as a result of some type of disorder or a disease or condition. For example, a hormone balance can eventually lead to a chronic fatigue if it isn't corrected. Fatigue can also be a natural consequence of an unhealthy lifestyle. So if you persistently experience the following symptoms, there's a very good chance that you're dealing with chronic fatigue syndrome. The syndrome is characterized as extreme fatigue. I often call it bone tiredness that lasts for at least six months. Okay, so some of the symptoms to look out for is that feeling of weariness, like I just mentioned, but also do you wake up feeling exhausted no matter how much sleep you got the night before? also, do you feel like you're noticing there's like a disinterest in doing things that you normally enjoy? For me, I remember it was, I used to love to play tennis. And then it just got to the point that even thinking about walking onto a tennis court just completely exhausted me and made me feel overwhelmed. And that wasn't like me. Also, just having insufficient energy throughout the day or noticing that you might feel low motivation to get things done. A lot of times we think this is depression. Also, maybe a sudden and unexpected bout of exhaustion that um, may go away for a little bit, but it always comes back. These are some of the symptoms to look out for. Many women with chronic fatigue syndrome don't feel like their selves anymore, and that's a big telltale sign right there in and of itself. It is almost like they're being pursued relentlessly by a thief who just wants to steal their vitality and their joy. But before we throw in the towel and resign ourselves to a lifetime of exhaustion, we're going to reach down deep and find our mojo because we got a girl, we got a girl, because we need it. We need to have that energy to be able to do the things that we're meant to do here in this life and on this earth. There are things that we can do to regain our energy, and that's the good news. Um, we want that vitality back, right? And we can push chronic fatigue out of our life. We're going to go over some specific steps that we can take. And we're going to um, talk all about that a little bit later on this episode. But first, let's dive a little bit deeper into how common fatigue is and discuss some of the possible causes for the condition. Okay. So like I said, it's not normal. It is common to feel fatigue, but it's not normal. When you're dragging your feet through life, It may feel like you're the only one whose energy meter is constantly running low. I know that's how I felt, but I want you to feel assured that there are so many people out there that are in the very same boat that you feel like you're in. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention state that more than 1 million Americans currently have chronic fatigue syndrome, and dealing with fatigue is especially common for women. In fact, women are up to four times more likely to be diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome than men are even though we are much more likely to deal with chronic fatigue, we don't have to tap out early. We're totally capable of going a few rounds with chronic fatigue and still coming out victorious in the end. We just need to know how the opponent works, right? So that we can take the steps necessary to win the fight against chronic fatigue syndrome. So let's continue on and we're going to learn a little bit more about chronic fatigue syndrome and how to tell if we have it. So Let's talk about what are some possible causes for fatigue. Many different things um, can potentially lead to fatigue. So I want you to listen to the following hefty list because it's kind of a long list of possible causes of fatigue. Okay, you're not going to be surprised with the first one. It's hormonal imbalances. That's one that definitely that's, leads to chronic fatigue. Um, and it's a, it's a major symptom of hormone imbalance. But also immune system impairment or hypothyroidism or even hyperthyroidism, which is um, either an underactive or an overreactive um, thyroid gland. Also depression, anxiety, or just generally poor mental health. Um, Anemia, which means that you're very low in iron. It could be emotional or even physical trauma, something traumatic that you're dealing with. It could be just having a fever that just comes along with being sick. Or even if you've been traveling, you know, having that jet lag. Pregnancy, notorious. Every, every time I was pregnant, it was like every day I needed a nap by 4 p.m. to function. Um, but you might be dealing with stuff that you're not quite aware of, like sleep apnea or other sleep problems that you might you might want to look into. Um, also endocrine abnormality dehydration, chronic pain, allergies, um, lots of different lifestyle habits, such as like substance abuse or an unhealthy diet, or you're just one of those people that never gets the sleep that you need. You're staying up late, getting up early, all of that. Um, Also could be affected by the stage of life we're in, whether you're in perimenopause and menopause. Chronic fatigue is very associated with both of those phases. Um, Could be something more serious like cancer, could be diabetes or Addison's disease or congestive heart failure or fibromyalgia um, or chronic obstructive, obstructive, sorry, pulmonary disease um, or systemic lupus, that's an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, kidney or liver disease, toxic environmental exposure, influenza, HIV, AIDS, um, and other infectious diseases. Um, also, there's a disease called. Um, Myasthenia gravis, which is an autoimmune disorder that causes muscle weakness, that could be the case, Um, that could be the cause for feeling fatigued. Also, this is something kind of new for all of us just in the last couple of years. There's such thing as what's called long COVID, and it's affecting people that have either had the vaccination or have just had COVID, and some symptoms that kind of either linger or show up months after you were infected. Also, Lyme disease um, IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, or if you have an acute infection or a viral viral infection, infection. So I told you the list is long and it, this isn't even all of it, but there's a lot of things that could be the reason that we are dealing with chronic fatigue. Um, so I know this list can kind of feel a little bit overwhelming. Um, but I also want to add too that there are certain medications that can cause fatigue. Um, These medications could include things like steroids or antihistamines, antidepressants, um, sleeping medications, high blood pressure medications. You know, all of those kinds of things are definitely going to affect your energy levels. Women who are young to middle aged have an increased risk of chronic fatigue syndrome, um, though the condition can occur really at any age. But just also just be aware of that. It's important to note that although the conditions I just mentioned um, can contribute to fatigue or chronic fatigue, um, this chronic fatigue really cannot be fully explained by a single underlying health condition. There is still a lot of research that needs to be done to learn more about chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, There's a, there's a, Whole initiative that's a nonprofit organization called MECFS, and it's very heavily involved in the healthcare research for chronic fatigue syndrome, and it's coming up with treatments and cures for this comic common public health concern. Um, the National Institutes of Health are also heavily involved in the endeavor to learn more about diagnosing and also treating chronic fatigue. So there's a lot that we're that people are working on, and it seems to be almost like it's becoming more of an epidemic now. So personally, I I get that we are just kind of bombarded. There's a lot of reasons. Obviously, I just listed so many um, possible reasons, but I honestly feel like um, just not getting enough of the simple, basic foundational health um, things like good nutrition, enough sunlight, getting good sleep, all of those things are usually the things that are causing chronic fatigue. So let's talk about We know what it is now, but how can we fight it? How can we fight fatigue? Um, Because it's important to know what the symptoms are, but it's more important for me to help you girls know how to learn how to fight this common problem. So getting rid of chronic fatigue syndrome really is no walk in the park, but it's worth the effort to get your life and energy back. There are several ways you can fight chronic fatigue syndrome. And I'm gonna split them up into some home remedies. I'm gonna also share some alternative treatments and also some professional treatments so that you know all of the options that are out there. So let's first talk about some home remedies. Okay. So if you I'm gonna start calling chronic fatigue syndrome CFS because I just feel like it's faster and easier to understand. So if you have CFS symptoms, I want you to try some of these home remedies and see if that can help you deal with the fatigue that you're feeling. So one of the best things you can do is to use your bed only for sleep and sex. Don't go in there during the day. That's not your hangout place. That's just a place that is designated for those two things. And that is a mental thing, but it's all—it's just very helpful for helping your body to understand and give the, the signals that it is time to sleep. Also, if you can... Try to avoid taking naps during the day. I know that's sometimes very impossible. Um, I know that a good nap sometimes can be very healthy, but if you're dealing with chronic fatigue, try to avoid taking those naps because what happens is you actually... um, you make it so that it's going to be harder for you to get really restful sleep during the night. There's, I can't even remember exactly what they call it, but I'll try to explain it so that you can understand. It's almost like during the day, as w- during our waking hours, we're kind of building up this pressure. Okay. And the higher we can get this pressure, the deeper when we go into sleep, the you know the more we're able to release and really get um, that really good restorative sleep because we built up enough pressure that then we have the bigger release. I hope that makes sense. But so there's when you take a nap during the day, a lot of times you're kind of letting out some of that pressure, and so you don't get as deep of a sleep. Um, during the nighttime hours, so if you can, try to avoid taking naps. Also, if you can, it's really helpful to keep your room dark and to keep your temperature cool. So there's blackout, you know, curtains that you can put in there. Um, there's lots of great, like, little ways, like having a fan in there, just keeping your, you know, air conditioning turned on in the cooler months of the year. Maybe just keeping a window open. All of these things are, are very helpful to help you also um, get that deep sleep. Okay. Another thing, like I had said before, is exercise regularly. Now, I know when you're feeling chronic fatigue, it's like impossible to even sometimes stand up right off the couch. But if you can just start with very light exercise, like going for a walk, and just even if it's taking a walk around your cul-de-sac or wherever it is that you live, just down your driveway for a minute, like just start somewhere, just start moving a little bit more. And this will actually help to reverse chronic fatigue. Also, it's very important. Um, you want to limit your intake of caffeine. I know we've talked a ton about the effect that caffeine has on our overall energy balance, but also if you can limit and or get rid of or stop taking in alcohol and nicotine, that would make a big difference for sure. All right. Also, there's electronics. Okay. we know. I know I talk about this a lot with the blue light and all of that, but it's so important, especially if you're dealing with chronic fatigue to try to avoid or just don't even use electronics close to bedtime. Now, my personal rule is when the sun sets, that's when everything gets turned off. I don't have TV on. I don't have my computer on. I don't have my phone near me. And, um, and I turn on these little like salt lamps that kind of give a red glow. And that's how I see my way around my house. Um, and it's it makes the biggest difference. And it's just something that's so easy. But again, it's, it's connected to that circadian rhythm, our natural rhythm of our wake and sleep cycle. And so it's so important. Those electronics can really throw off um, your release of melatonin at night, which we need in order to get a good night's sleep. Also, it's important to not eat within two hours of going to sleep or two hours of your bedtime. Um, having to digest food right before you know or while you're sleeping is really also going to disrupt your ability to get good restorative sleep. So I know sometimes we love those like midnight snacks or you know or whatever it is, but try to be aware that you you want to stop eating at least within two hours of bedtime. Also, It's so important to stay hydrated throughout the day. Now, I know that a lot of us like have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. And so it's like, we're trying to stay hydrated and we want to do that because that's such a healthy habit. But then sometimes by staying hydrated so much throughout the day, then it's like waking us up in the middle of the night. So what I want you to do is if you're having that issue and you're having to get up in the middle of the night, what I try to do is just get all of my hydration in before 6 p.m. I usually go to sleep. I'm kind of an early, I love to go to bed early. Um, in the summer, it's a little bit later. I usually am in bed by 10 p.m. And that feels late to me. But most of the time, it's 9 p.m. I just love to go to sleep by then. So having finished all of my hydration by that 6 p.m. mark really helps me to be able to you know, make sure that I can empty my bladder and all of that. And I will be good and won't be awakened in the middle of the night needing to go to the bathroom. Also, I know these last two suggestions are going to be like, oh, no brainers, but we, it's like, we know, we know these things. It's just good to have a good reminder, right? That is, it's so important for us to eat a healthy diet. Our diet makes such a difference on our energy levels. When we're eating a lot of like empty calorie, you know, empty nutrient type foods, then of course our body doesn't have the energy because there's nothing, there's no energy to pull from the foods that we're eating. So it's so important to make sure that we're getting a good healthy diet, that we are also managing our body weight. That's so important, it's gonna have a huge effect on our energy levels. So these home remedies, home remedies may require just a few lifestyle changes. And that's okay. I feel like when you are suffering with chronic fatigue, we're willing to do what it is, you know, whatever it is that we can do. Making positive lifestyle changes can give us so many health benefits. And paying close attention to our healthcare needs can also help us to feel happier and it can also help us um, keep from getting sick. All right, let's talk about some alternative treatments as well. Um, Alternative treatments should be combined with healthy lifestyle changes, right, for best results um, when you're combating extreme fatigue. These treatments may help some people reduce specific symptoms of CFS. So, these are some of the things that I want you to also implement. So, relaxation techniques, okay? You know, I'm a big fan of these things, okay? It's important to implement them every day if you can. I'm talking about things like mindfulness and meditation, okay? The other thing that's really helpful and so great is. Playing brain games. Okay. Because by playing brain games and kind of exercising your mind, what that can do is it can help to reduce brain fog, which is commonly associated with chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay. The other thing is, is um, I don't know if you've ever tried, it's not as popular like where I live and hopefully it is more where you live, but doing mind body exercises like Tai Chi. Tai Chi is like, one of those things that's kind of, you know, like when you read about the blue zones and stuff like in um, different, you know, areas, like there's a movement that's working the mind and the body. Um, And so like that is something like as an example, Tai Chi would be an example of that. But there's also things like Pilates and also yoga. These are things that are considered mind-body exercises and very good. And honestly, when, um, when I... I'm thinking, okay, I'm exhausted, but I know I need to move my body. These are things that I feel like are doable because you can start in a restorative type of place, you know, if you're doing yoga and then eventually start, you know, maybe holding poses longer and so on. So, also, there's some supplements that we can take. Okay. Now, obviously, we created her power to be the supplement that can help to um, support our body's natural energy production. It also is um, considered a healthy nootropic and natural nootropic because there are um, nutrients in her power that are very nourishing to our brain. Okay. That help our brain to be able to um, focus and to concentrate. Um, so much better, plus it helps to calm the mind. Um, it also is amazing because it helps to re, you know help open up blood vessels so that our body can have better blood flow, which means we can have better oxygen delivery, which that in and of itself is going to help us to be able to fill more energy. but it also her power helps to kind of boost our happy neurotransmitters. So our serotonin and our dopamine. All right. There's also NADH and magnesium. Magnesium is a big one that I always say is so important. You want to make sure that your magnesium levels are at a good place. And many times we need to supplement with magnesium in order to um, fill in the gaps that we're not getting with the, the food that we're eating. Okay. As with any other type of treatment, it takes time for alternative treatments to work. Okay. So it's important that we don't just oh, we tried it once and it didn't work, and so we you know, aren't going to do it again. We got to give them a try for at least a couple of months to see if they help to reduce um, our feelings of profound tiredness. Okay. Let me also share some of the treatments that are considered professional treatments. In some cases, professional treatment may be necessary to address the underlying cause of CFS. Um, so here are some of the professional treatments that I am aware of, um, and they include things like physical therapy. There are also medications such as those to treat heart problems or depression or low thyroid levels that all of those things could be contributing to CFS. Also, cognitive behavioral therapy. What this does is it helps to change negative emotions or thoughts or behaviors that could also be contributing to severe fatigue. The primary goal of all of these treatment types is to improve um, our quality of life by reducing chronic fatigue syndrome symptoms and then hopefully eliminating the underlying cause of our chronic fatigue. So if you visit your healthcare provider as a CFS patient, they may recommend one or more of the above treatments that I just mentioned. All right, let's talk a little bit about what the difference between depression is and just simply feeling unmotivated because a lot of times... It's hard to know what it is exactly that you're dealing with. If you are a chronic fatigue syndrome patient, you may also struggle with depression, and it's really not that hard to see how that could be the case. That's It's really easy to see why. Um, depression and other mental illnesses often go hand in hand with CFS, so it's pretty hard to feel happy and upbeat when it takes all of your strength just to exist and to take care of the most basic daily tasks. Some people might even mistakenly think you're just being lazy and that you don't want to take care of your daily responsibilities. I know people, they mean well, but they don't always understand because they maybe don't relate. Maybe they've never dealt with it, right? So don't let those people, because I'm I'm not even going to say exactly, but I know I've been there. Just don't let comments or like people that have good intentions but say the wrong thing get in your head, okay? There are clear differences between depression and lack of motivation. For one thing, depression is not something you do with intention, right? Laziness and lack of motivation are a choice. People who lack motivation choose to do nothing because they prefer to doing nothing over doing something. There may be an underlying medical or mental health condition behind laziness and lack of motivation as well, but it's important to make the distinction that there are different, that they are different from Depression. Depression is not a choice. People who are depressed generally don't want to feel that way. They've just simply lost their hope, their desire, their passion for life. Um, And if you are a patient with depression, you probably experience one or more of the following symptoms I'm going to mention. Some of the symptoms are things like you may overeat or you may feel like you have no appetite at all, which can cause you to gain or to lose weight. You are also maybe somebody that feels easily irritated. Or you feel restless because your tolerance levels are just at rock bottom, right? So also, you maybe don't care much about keeping your space clean or taking care of your personal hygiene needs because that feels like the least of your concerns and just not high priority. Also, you may feel drained and sluggish and um, you may constantly feel like you are needing breaks throughout the day. Also, you may find it difficult to make decisions or to concentrate. That's something very common. It's because the brain isn't functioning um, optimally, right? And so it's just very overwhelming sometimes to make decisions or to think about like focusing. Also, you could feel emotionally empty and don't have much interest in daily life. These are all common things. Depression isn't always tied to chronic fatigue, but it is a common symptom associated with the condition. Fortunately, treating one may also help reduce symptoms of the other though. So how do you know then if you've got chronic fatigue? Chronic fatigue syndrome can be pretty difficult to uh, self-diagnose because the symptoms can be varied and they may also, like we've mentioned, mimic other health conditions. But the most pervasive symptoms are severe tiredness and post-exertional malaise. Chronic fatigue syndrome patients may also experience one or more of the following symptoms, things that you wouldn't expect, things like a sore throat, memory and concentration problems, or muscle or joint pain, persistent fatigue, even though you got many hours of sleep like we've talked about, Um, having enlarged lymph nodes, especially in the armpits or in the neck. Okay, also what's called orthostatic intolerance. This comes about and how you'll know if that's what it is, is it feels like dizziness or headache that occurs when you're standing, but not when you're seated or when you're lying down. Also, are you noticing that you're just getting sick all the time? You have frequent illness, Um, extreme tiredness after doing any kind of physical activity. Also, maybe you're getting frequent headaches or you feel shortness of breath often or you're dealing with insomnia. If you have persistent fatigue after physical exertion or even after just taking care of little, you know, should be simple and easy tasks, it's very important to try to get to the bottom of it and provide your body with the health care it needs to recover. When extreme fatigue lasts longer than six months, though, it's not and it's not easily explained by any other medical condition then it is likely chronic fatigue syndrome. You can pretty much feel rest assured that you're dealing with that. It might not be all you're dealing with, but you can be like very aware that, yep, that's something that that's a syndrome that you're dealing with. Of course, one of the easiest ways to know if you have chronic fatigue is to go get an official diagnosis from a qualified health professional. Your healthcare provider knows how to check and see if you meet the diagnostic criteria for CFS. So let's talk about some options that there are for you girls that are dealing with chronic fatigue. So those of us, because I've been there, I luckily have pulled myself out of it. And so when I'm sharing these thoughts with you, I'm just feeling for you, those of you that are dealing with it right now. Um, it's it's hard. It's a really tough thing to overcome. So those of you that are dealing with chronic fatigue, there are a few options that are available. Um You can continue with life as it is and try to just hobble your way through it. That's what I did for many years. Um, Or you can go and see a doctor for prescription medication and therapy, or you can make lifestyle changes to improve your overall health and reduce fatigue. In some cases, temporary professional treatment for chronic fatigue may be necessary while you're also then working on the sidelines to get your overall health under control. I feel like the goal should be to make healthier lifestyle choices until we can eventually go off of all fatigue related medications I don't feel like it's healthy to be um, dependent on these medications for your entire life they should have a purpose they should get you through and then he, this is all about this is how we do root cause healing is we keep going after the root cause of this fatigue right instead of just masking it with medications medications have their place. And like I'm saying, I just don't think it should be the only answer. Depending on the severity and also the underlying cause of fatigue, some of us may be able to recover more quickly than others um, from the damaging impact of chronic fatigue syndrome. And that's important to know is not to compare ourselves with others that maybe you know about that are also dealing with this. If they all of a sudden feel like, man, they bounced right out of that, what's wrong with me? I just think that's really important. It's very different. We're all a little bit different at different stages and phases. Also, um... I want to mention some natural remedies for fatigue as well, because I think this is so important. You know, I we've all heard the statement, you are what you eat. If you're constantly filling your body with nutrient deficient garbage, like I mentioned, you're gonna eventually feel like garbage. One of the best things that you can do to reduce fatigue and also other unwanted symptoms of poor health is to just eat a healthy diet. There is so much conflicting information though I know out there about what is healthy, what isn't healthy when it comes to nourishing our body. So what I'm going to recommend is that instead of following fad diets that tend to come and go as quickly as you can change your underwear, right? I feel like over the years, I have been aware of so many different things that have been the new thing, right? What I would say is recognize that you are a bioindividual, that there's not one perfect diet for every single person. There's a perfect diet for you though. But to make things easier, what I always recommend is that you just opt for a way of eating that has consistently shown positive results for you over the decades. One good example though, I will say that is kind of a diet that I feel like most people do very well on is would be considered maybe the Mediterranean diet because it's so great at reducing inflammation, which is very key. It's a huge key component of chronic fatigue. If you don't want to follow a diet though, and honestly, I don't feel like that's needed either. I would just say, keep things simple. Eat less processed and sugary foods and eat more whole foods like your fruits, your vegetables, your lean proteins, your healthy fats. You'll know within a couple of weeks if the way you're eating is helping to reduce your chronic fatigue symptoms because your body Let's you know your body communicates. Remember, symptoms are our way of our body speaking to us, right? And when those symptoms disappear, it's because our body is like, "Thank you, you got the message, you heard me." And so, if your chronic fatigue is associated with your your diet, it should take a couple of weeks, and you'll start noticing a difference. In addition to eating healthy foods, though, we may also want to supplement um, with a product that can help increase our energy without. Using harmful stimulants like caffeine, and like I mentioned before, her power is so great for women with chronic fatigue syndrome because it contains amino acids like arginine, um, L-citrulline, L-theanine, and alpha-ketoglutarate, um, and all of these amino acids. What they do is they help to enhance the body's recovery from stress. <laughs> it helps to like support our stress system. So I get that we're all going to always have stress that doesn't ever really ever go away, but we need help we need support in order to deal with the stress and we also these things these um these amino acids also are very helpful in reducing muscle fatigue again because it helps with that oxygen delivery to all of our muscles to all of our cells in our body it is so much better to take amino acids that can provide your body with sustained energy and improve your immune function than it is to pump yourself up full of caffeine although i know it's so tempting okay or other types of stimulants um because those feelings of energy that you get are just fleeting. They, um, they are like that. I've talked about this before, but basically it's not real energy. We've just been marketed to believe that that sense of like, ah, energy is energy that's going to be good and lasting. But what it is, it's, it's fight or flight energy. It's that energy that's supposed to get us out of danger quickly, and that should come and go naturally. That's caused by cortisol. But when we give ourselves that um, that fight or flight energy through consuming uh, you know stimulants, it's lasts and it, it stays in our body for a long time and it can make our fatigue worse in the long run. So it's just very important. I did a whole episode about, caffeine. And it's actually our most listened to episode of all of the podcast episodes we've done on the It's Her Time podcast. So I feel like it was something that many of you girls were interested in and, and probably needed to learn you know, more about, especially about how caffeine affects us as women because we're more sensitive to it than men are. Um, so it's just important to be aware of that. I get it. I get when you're just like dragging through the day and you're like, I still have life that I have to lead. And it's like, you're just looking for anything to get you, you know, to be able to feel like you can function. I'm just going to I'm just going to push that her power was created for you girls because of that. I want you to have an option that can give you that that support without making your fatigue worse in the long run. Okay. Should you see a doctor though? I want you guys to know when you should go see a doctor. You should see a doctor anytime your fatigue is so severe that it interferes with your daily life and responsibilities. You should also schedule an appointment with your healthcare provider if you're also feeling depressed or you're feeling anxious or you just have no motivation. Most underlying causes of fatigue are not very alarming. However, you should seek emergency care for your fatigue if you also have any of these um, symptoms that I'm gonna mention Things like blurred vision, confusion, or dizziness, um, signs of dehydration, or if you are feeling nauseous or you start vomiting, if you're experiencing shortness of breath or chest pain or a regular heartbeat, or if you're having severe pain in your pelvic area or your back or your belly, these are some things definitely you've got to go see your doctor right away. Also, if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or others. These are all symptoms that constitute medical emergencies, and I would encourage you to go to the nearest emergency room or call nine one one if you're experiencing any of them. Um, all right, let's talk about if our goal is to combat fatigue. You know, then what we're going to do is we're going to go on that journey and make those healthier lifestyle choices. Um, her power again—that's the product, if you guys are wondering. But also, her time, her time is amazing because it helps with those um, hormones as well. You know, we want to provide women, you know, all of the support that they can have um, so that you girls can live a fulfilling life. That's really what Mixers was created for. And um, those are the two supplements that we provide that I would definitely recommend because they are made with energy boosting amino acids and they're made with ingredients to help to promote optimal hormone balance, which is going to make a big difference. We dedicate ourselves to creating healthy supplements because we're women, right? We are women that are making these things for women. Um, and we feel so passionate about educating you girls about your health and about your bodies. Because, you know, I say this all the time this is really my why and why I do all the things that we do here um, is because I know that when we are not feeling our best, it's impossible for us to show up as our best in our lives. And it's important that we do show up in our lives. And so, especially with chronic fatigue syndrome, I remember when I was going through this on my own. Um, this was probably about a decade ago. It was very discouraging. I felt um, I felt so stuck. I felt like... Um, I didn't recognize myself. I felt like I was letting people down. I felt like I was being a phony because I would try to put on this like happy, energetic face. And then the second I would get away from people, I would just literally be like crumbled in a ball, like needing a nap, um, needing to sit down. And it was just such a strange experience for me because normally I had such great energy and I'm an energetic person naturally. And I love to be doing fun things and I love to be able to be around fun, energetic people. And um, so I was very frustrated, like I said, when I started noticing that I was dealing with some chronic fatigue. And for too long, I just kind of pushed it aside. I, I kind of like made excuses like, well, of course, you know, I'm feeling tired. I was, you know, I owned a gym. I was doing some personal training. So I was starting my days usually at like 4 a.m., a lot of times my evenings would be full and so I wouldn't be getting home till late at night. Plus I was an active like triathlete. So I was like pushing my body physically, you know, and probably not getting good sleep. So I was like, yeah, well, of course I'm I'm tired all the time. But I I kind of like pushed it aside and thought, well, that's just how it is in this stage of my life. I've just got to I just gotta survive it. I just gotta, you know, get through this. And I wish that I had just listened to my body and given it the love that it deserved. And I don't think it would have come to like where I'm to the point where I'm feeling like I have a syndrome, right? The chronic fatigue syndrome. It could have just been something that I felt. It was a symptom. I recognized it. I gave my body the support that it needed. And then... My body would have been able to recover, and I would have been able to avoid a lot of um, health consequences that came from that, from not listening. So that's why I'm sharing this with you girls. I want you girls to learn from my mistakes, and so that you can, you know, either help prevent this from happening to you or to give you hope also that you, if you are dealing with this, that you can come out of it. And there are lots of ways that we can do so. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it's something that you found helpful. I hope it's something that you feel like you would want to share with the girls in your life because sharing is caring and it means so much to us when you share these episodes with the people in your life. Our podcast is growing and I love seeing that. Thank you so much. Loving all of the the fun ratings and reviews that you girls are leaving and loving the DMs that are being sent in really love it. And so many of you have joined over on our Mixers Girl community and it's fun. It's fun having you over there. It's a good conversation that we constantly have throughout the week. It's a good place to find support. It's a good place to know about all the ins and outs of things that are happening that are fun and exciting over at Mixers in the Mixers community. So I have all of the information. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you want to join the Mixers Girl community, there's a link in the show notes. Um, Feel free to go tap that and join us. All right, girls. Have a fabulous week. Stay healthy. Make good choices. (laughs) Eat those healthy foods. Get good sleep. All those things. They can go a long way. That is medicine. That is truly medicine. Our life is medicine. So until then, I will be back next Tuesday. Can't wait. Talk to you soon. Bye.